Hey, what's up? What's up, everybody? It's your boy, State of the State of the New York. Episode 126. I got my guy, Aiden, in the building. Once again, seemed like it's regular now, so whatever. But my guy, Aiden, from the Knicks Community Podcast. How you? I'm doing... I'm doing I'm doing great. Um glad to be a regular on the uh, State of the New York Knicks podcast. Um, um always a blast. Yeah, bro. I, I like recording. Um, well, I love recording. And it seemed like you always available, so the hell with it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I I am it's always a pleasure coming on to your show, man. Thank you. Anytime, bro. Um yo, let's get right into it, man. I since the last time we spoke, we destroyed Alfred Payton. <laughs> I, I think we we did a, a number on Alfred Payton. We destroyed him. I think I, I think I think it. Uh, hopefully, it fueled motivation into him as, as he's been playing very well these past couple games. I will, I, as we've seen, man, bro. I can't even front, bro. Like, I wouldn't even be credible. If I don't give Alfred Payton his props, man, he's been playing well, bro. And even tonight, like he he was still doing Alfred Payton things, but he was still getting into the paint. You know, he was still causing havoc. So I'm I think I'm kind of I'm kind of coming around on the whole Alfred Payton Julius Randle thing. Um, I, I think it just goes back into coaching, bro. I, th- I think it just goes back in the culture. Some me and you always speak about. We always talk about the culture, but um, tell me, man, I, what you thought about the game, bro? Um, I thought that I think we're we're definitely going in the right direction with with Thibodeau as our coach. Um, I think that we have seen guys like Alfred Payton and Julius Randle really, I think, start to play more efficiently. Um, I know that I, I just watched your video on, on Twitter about, um, you know, how, how Julius Randle is doing so well. But we also still have Obi Toppin. Um, and, uh, That's something we're going yeah. to get into. We, we, we definitely going oh, to get yeah. into that. Um, but I think that I really liked what I saw from um, Richie Bullock, I think. Uh, you know, he was hitting buzzer beaters. Um, and I, I think that especially with this game tonight i i think that i think i think rj just needs to be more consistent um and i think he just needs to just really work on just trying to find high percentage shots and just kind of try to work on finding spots on the court that are really just gonna you know be easy money for him when it comes uh to to scoring baskets um because you know i think that as of late, you know, especially with that that first game with the uh, with the city jerseys, um, he was having a rough night. Um, tonight, I, yeah. I think that now Ben Simmons had him bottled up. Yeah, ben, ben Simmons held him to like one one eleven mm-hmm. shooting. He was on on RJ all night, he, and, and we got to realize RJ doesn't have a lot of dribble moves yet, so he really relies on the pick and roll. So it it, it it was bound to happen, bro. But continue. Yeah, no, I, I, I mean that Philly Philly's a tough team. Uh, you know, they got Embiid, Simmons, um, Tobias Harris, you name it. But um I think that, you know, I'm really I'm happy with with, with how Julius Randle has been playing. You know, he, he just got his first triple double with the Knicks. Um, I think that's like the seventh in his career, which is just kinda cool. Um 
Yep. But I, I just feel like it's going to be really interesting um, on when Toppin quickly um, are healthy again and Austin Rivers and um, all those guys that are that are currently out. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how they fit in the rotation um, because I feel like, you know, we, we've seen – now we've seen Alfred Payton and Quickly both play pretty well at the point guard position. So that's going to be pretty interesting to see how Thibodeau is going to work around those two once Quickly's back in the rotation. Same, same with yep. Obi Toppin. But I really liked what I saw from our guys from our guys tonight. You know, I mean, Cle- Cleveland, yeah, Cleveland is a you know it's a tough team, especially um, you know they have Andre Drummond, um, who's you know he's a beast, um, and it's it's yeah. it's tough to play against him because. You know, he's so he's so good on just, you know, getting boards, stuffing players. So I, I think we did a really nice job on defense and I uh I really enjoyed what I saw from our guys in tonight's game. Bro, we kicked their asses, bro. And when 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 I say that, like I say that with confidence because when I got up today, I was like, you know, I, I know the Knicks could beat these dudes. But what I'm used to is the Knicks playing well one game, and then they put up a stinker the next day. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? The very next game. So I'm watching the game. I'm loving the defense. Julius Randle. We got Randle champ. This guy, I, I am so impressed with Randle. And I've slandered Randle in the past. I've said, get him off this team. This and the third, like I've said a lot about Randall. This man under Tom Thibodeau is Julius, aka Zach Randolph. I'm gonna start calling him Julius Randolph because this guy is a monster. Julius Randall becomes the second, the second Nick to record a triple double with at least 28 points, 12 rebounds, and 11 assists, 11 assists since Patrick Ewing in 1996. So, my God! And then you look at more stats. And you see Julius Randle, he's averaging 24 points, 10 rebounds, 6.3 assists, 23, 23.16 PER. LeBron James, for example, shout-outs to Hard Knicks Life. They put up a stat, and it's LeBron James, 22 points, 8 rebounds, 6.5 assists, 23.37 PER. So Randle has improved. Knox has improved, even though it's not showing up in the box scores. Knox got a motor now. He looks like an NBA player. Mitch has – I will say this about Mitch. I'm I'm really pissed off that I haven't seen him shoot a jump shot. But his defense is very impactful, and I'm, I'm loving what I'm seeing from Mitchell Robinson. Overall, this team is – they're fun to watch. And I love what I'm seeing. I'm loving that they compete. Usually a game like this, they would have lost last season under Fizdale or Mike Miller. So I'm just happy that we can put good product on the floor. But it begs it, it begs for me to ask you this question. When Obi, it, it's a couple things, right? Julius Randle is playing so well that you got to almost fight the temptation that if a team tries to trade you an unprotected first-round pick in next year's draft, do you make that trade? And then on top of that, on top of the fact that we just drafted Obi Toppin, 
right, with the eighth pick. So, bro, explain to me how do you think this dynamic is, dynamic is going to go down? Like, like we're going to trade Randall in order to promote Obi to the starting position when he's ready because he's 22. He's not 20. He's not 19. So you will want to pl- want him to play as soon as possible and play starters minutes as soon as possible. What do you think the Knicks is going to do with this situation? Um, I I think that it's going to be interesting because I feel like Randall and Obi Toppin have both had ups and downs this season. Um, by by that I mean their performance in games. Um, you know, I think that there's been some games where we've seen Obi Toppin and we're like, he's the future, start him now. Uh, and, and the same thing's happened now with Julius Randle in the sense that, um, you know, he just got a triple-double and everybody's saying like, oh, you know, like, oh, I'm going to take back what I said because Julius Randle is now playing incredible. Um, so I, I think that what they're going to do is... I don't know because like you you start Obi Toppin and then let's say he plays bad, then you start Randall the next game he plays great. Then what do you have Obi Toppin ride the bench the whole season? Yo, that's um, that's so true, bro. <laughs> like I, because that that easily could happen. Um, same same thing can happen to Randall. Um, same thing same thing can happen where. You start Obi, he plays great. Randall just keeps on playing the way he did last season. He rides the bench the whole rest of the season. Um, so, I mean, it's going to be really interesting to see how Tom is going to handle this. Um, and, I mean, I think right now we're under the Thibodeau effect. Like, yeah, like yeah. I, I really believe that because, you know, I saw – my my good friend make Nick's great again. He he posted um on Instagram. He he posted you know the Thibodeau effect, and I I really believe that we're under the Thibodeau effect. You know we're beating teams like Milwaukee. You know before that matchup, I'm like we're gonna get destroyed. Half of our team is out, and we're playing against Giannis, Brooke Lopez, Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday. Like it's gonna be over. And we won that game by like twenty. And, and Yo, Frank. Man. Frank Frank was hitting Frank was hitting off the dribble threes. He was he was looking like Ray Allen out there. Um, I was like, okay, and uh, yeah. I mean, I really think that this is just an exciting team. Like you said, it's really just it's been fun to watch. You know, it, it, like I feel like even in the sense that you know, since RJ has been not really playing that you know consistently it's still like interesting to see how his career is, you know, going to develop because, you know, we're witnessing, you know, the highs and the lows. Um, and yeah. it's, re- I think it's really interesting to see that because, you know, let's say in 20 years, he's, you know, like a, an all-star and he's a beast, you know, we're going to be able to, to, to look back and be like, Oh yeah. I remember when he played terrible the first game, the Knicks played in the city jerseys, you know? Um, yep. And I just believe that we're really, un- I mean, like Julius Randle 
never played like this under David Fisdale or or Mike no. Miller or Luke Walton or Alvin Gentry. This is that that is yeah. That. Like it's really just it's really interesting to see the way that Tom Thibodeau is handling this team. And you know he he said it himself. I said this last night to uh, when I was talking to my parents about this team. You know, he said that the magic is in the work and we're really starting to see the work just become fun and exciting. You know, right now we're the seventh seed. I mean, I know it's really early in the season, but like that's pretty exciting, you know, and I I just really believe that that we're going we're heading in a really exciting direction. And I could only hope that it's going to get even better once everybody that's injured right now, like Austin Rivers and Quickly and Toppin and all of those guys come back into the rotation. Um, it's going to be really exciting to watch this team gel and um, really just connect and win games, I think. Yeah, man. I, I, <laughs> it's, it's funny when you, when you talk about RJ, too. Because RJ was stinking it up tonight. I wasn't feeling RJ's game tonight. And let, let, I'm going to put it in context. When I watched RJ tonight, it was it, – it, it's like at times, it's like, bro, slow down. You do not have to take that many shots. And also, stop being so – he's – what's the word I'm looking for? Predictable. When I say predictable, it's like, bro, you got to use another move besides when you come off the pick and roll, you run straight to the basket. That is bad offense. And today he just took a couple bad shots instead of moving the ball. So I was a little I was a little angry with him. But RJ is always active and he is really solid on defense. This season, I need to look up his defensive plus minus because this season, this kid defensively has been showing me he got chops. He's been showing me he got all team second second defender capabilities in them. And it's just from a staying in front of your man standpoint and playing off ball defense. But I, I think RJ Barrett is suited for the, the number three option right now, just for now, until he gets a little better. I think we should ride Randall, ride the high hand, and you know, let's see where it takes us. But I do want to see RJ you know, play better. What, 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 am I wrong about this assessment? Like, it, because sometimes it just looks like RJ just tries too mm. hard. I mean, I think that similar to how Obi Toppin has been playing, you know, these past couple games, I, I think that, I think a lot, the majority of the time, I think right now they're just forcing shots. Um, and, you know, that comes with, you know, I think nerves. Um, and I just feel like, I honestly, I think it's, I don't know if it's, I don't know if like a phase is the right wording, but like, I just feel like he, like, it, it, this is exactly, this this relates to how he started first game in preseason. He was like 0 for 7, finished yep. pretty well, um, and then he was on fire for like the rest of the preseason. You know, I think that that really speaks to the way um, I think that he's going to play this season. You know, I think he's going to have a lot of games where he's terrible and a lot of games where he's great. Same with Obi Toppin. 
Same with everybody on the, on this team because we've seen that. You know, we've seen Alfred Payton play really good. We've also seen him play really bad this year. Um, same with uh, same with Julius Randle. Same with RJ. I like I just said. Um, so you know, I really think that you know, I I I'm not opposed to riding Randle. You know, if he's going to play like this consistently. Um, I'm excited. You know, he was five for five for five um, in the, uh, I think in the Yo. first quarter. Um, Grant, Grant yeah, he was, he was on. Yo, he was he on. is money. From yeah, there, it was, man. it was great. Um, and uh, I, I really personally, I really like how Reggie Bullock's been shooting, um, especially that buzzer beater. I, th- I think that was to close the half. Um, I was not, I was not expecting yeah, him to yeah. hit that. Um Cause I think it was me, off me the either. dribble too. Um, and I was like, Whoa, that, that is a way to end the half, my friend. Um, so I, yeah, I, I think that we're just going to see a lot of, uh, a lot of highs and a lot of lows this season. I think from everybody really. Mm. It's, it, it's crazy because you see Washington, they own four. You see <laughs> Toronto, they 0-3, and I believe we play Toronto mm-hmm. next. <laughs> Funny. You see Denver, they 1-3. You know, it, it, it's crazy how life plays mm. out. Because Leon Rose didn't sign nobody, right? He didn't really sign no free agents. We signed Alec Burke. We got Nerlens Noel. We got Austin Rivers. But he didn't get nobody too crazy. No. And at the end of the day, I think it worked out best, yeah. class, bro. I, 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 and I think it worked out best short term and long term. I, I really didn't think Randall was this good. I, I, I have to eat crow. I, I, all props to him. I need to know, because remember I told you before the season started. I said the Knicks is gonna play five hundred ball all season long. Hmm. <laughs> How are you feeling about this team moving forward as the, as the season progresses? Mm. Um, oh, and another thing, too, I want you mm-hmm. to talk about, too. Frank Nilakina, mm-hmm. right? Because, you know, you, you got to bring up Frank. Everybody loves Frank. We got to talk about Frank a little bit. Frank Nilakina was one of the eight people that Tom Thibodeau brought off that bench today. So that tells me that he trusts Frank Nilakina. But another fact is Frank Nilakina has not played point guard this whole season. So how do you, what's your, what's your feelings on Tibbs with Frank Nilakina and how he's progressed this season? Mm. Um, You know, I think that with Frank, it's really interesting because I think that, I think he's becoming more comfortable with the role that maybe he's getting, you know, providing quality, quality playing with the minutes that he gets. Um, I think that, you know, especially last game too, um, his shooting was incredible um, for Frank because I never really saw him as a three-point threat before, and that was super um, cool to, to see. So I think that how I think Frank and Tibbs are kind of working together um I think that he's becoming Frank is really becoming comfortable with the role that Thibodeau is giving him. Um, 
And I just feel like it's, yeah, he's coming off the bench, but he's still getting quality minutes and he's still providing a lot of offense for us, especially um, I'm, I'm going to draw a mm-hmm. lot to last game um, for Frank. But uh, yeah, I think he's just really becoming more comfortable in the role that he's getting. And um, I think to answer your question about uh, where this team is going to go, um, I mean, I just feel like, I mean, I'm not going to listen. I'm not going to BS here and just say we're going to the eighth seed of the playoffs, even though it's really only been like two weeks of the season or three weeks. But like, um, you know, I'm just really excited. Um, I I hope we could finish um, above 500. Um, That'd be really nice. That'd be cool. Um, But I don't know. I feel like I feel like we could definitely get 30 wins. Um, cause you know, my, my prediction has always been 25 to 30 wins and I feel like we can get 30 wins with the way that this team is heading with Thibodeau under his leadership. Um, and just, I feel like everybody's getting super comfortable in their roles, um, which yeah. I think is really cool to see. Um, so I think that's, I, I think that is, that is my answer on, on those two questions. So when you say roles, it seemed like nobody had roles mm-hmm. last season. And that was a huge issue last season. It was no accountability. It was no roles. And the offensive system was just straight up garbage. So what we have been watching is a breath of fresh air. I mean, it's, 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 it's perfect to see. Alec Burks has been mm. so good yes. that I've I've said on Twitter, I've said it to myself as well. Why didn't the Knicks give this man a three-year, $20 million deal? <laughs> why, why did we only pay him for one season? So I, I think he's a person we got to look look at keeping. Um, the Julius Randle thing, I'm conflicted because we drafted OB8, but I'm willing to keep him as well. RJ has been good. Uh, Mitch has been good. Uh, who else? Who else? We for did we forget Alfred Payne? I I believe we spoke about mm-hmm. him for a little bit. You know, gave him his roses. Who else we forget? We forgot him. Kev Knox. How you feel about Knox so far? Um, I'm not mad. You know, I I think that uh, I think you know, compared to seasons prior to this, um. I think he's getting really comfortable in Thibodeau's system. You know, um, before the season started, he was Thibodeau was praising Knox throughout training camp, um, and mm-hmm. I think that we're starting to see Kevin Knox become really comfortable with this style of offense. It, you know, I feel like it's more fast paced, which I feel like suits Kevin Knox's game more because you know he's more um, he's really comfortable when when it's a catch and shoot opportunity um, from deep, because I feel like that's where his strengths are starting to, to lie um, or, or just an easy drive into the paint and throw it down. Um, That's also what I'm really liking from Kevin Knox. Um, And I, I just really, um, I'm really excited for quickly to come back. You know, his floaters are elite. His use of his use of the glass (laughs) is just, it's it's exciting to watch, um, and I I think that and Alfred Payton 
if he continues to stay like this, an Alfred Payton and quickly duo would be pretty exciting to watch. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I can't wait till quickly come back, man. I can't quickly and Burt. I can't wait till they come back. That's just more shooting, more playmaking. It, Cause look at the offense Thibodeau run. He's running a lot of triangle offense, right? And in a triangle offense, you don't need a point guard. You don't need a ball-dominant point guard. Not even Alfred Payton is being ball-dominant right now. Because you see anybody who gets the rebound, you know, they're going for it. They're going for the fast break. Sometimes they'll pass it to the point guards, but they're going for it. So it's it, I, I don't really care about – I think the point guard position is settled. I think we're good with the point guard position. I think we're – I think we're set. I think we're set short-term and long-term. I think quickly could get a shot at it. Uh, I don't know. Maybe RJ would get a shot at it. Burks would get a shot at it. But I'm not too concerned about the point guard position. Um, I think right now, and you could correct me if I'm wrong, I think the position of concern is really the small forward spot. And don't get me wrong. I love what Reggie Bullock is doing. Even though I hate him sometimes, it seems like he's just running around the court, just stealing minutes. <laughs> but I, I love what he's doing. He's making shots. He's playing defense. He's being active out there. He's talking. He's using his voice. But at the same time, I really would like Kevin Knox to start, selfishly. And I think that the force the small forward spot is probably the only spot that's for pickings at the moment. How long do you think it takes for Knox to actually get that mm. spot? Because I feel like I feel like Burks is good off the bench. I think we got to keep Burks off the bench because he brings us a, a scoring punch that we need. So I, I feel like Burks is solidified off the bench. Frank is solidified off the bench. And I think Nerlens is solidified off mm. the bench, right? So, what? How long do you think that takes for 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 me to see that that Kevin Knox transfer mm. from Reggie um, I don't. I mean, I don't have a specific time frame, um, but I think that um, I don't know because I I feel like I feel like both guys are super comfortable in, in their roles right now um because i feel like they've started reggie bullock so many times now over the course of this regular season um that i feel like i feel like they're they're gonna keep bullock for now um because i feel like kevin knox coming off the bench he's really comfortable with with that role um and i don't know i feel like if if Bullock starts to play terrible, and then you see Kevin Knox starting to play pretty good consistently. Maybe Thibodeau would just want to try it out a couple times, see if it works. Um, I feel like that's going to be the same thing with Peyton and Quickly, too. Um, I feel like Thibodeau's going to try to see kind of what works. Like, Alfred starts, Quickly comes off the bench, takes over the majority of the playing time in the second half. Um, cause we all know how quickly does in the second half with leading this offense. Um, 
So I feel like that's definitely, I think, what's going to happen in terms of uh, those two situations. Mm. Mm. So, uh, yeah, it's great. (laughs) I can't wait. I I, I can't wait. I don't know when it's going to happen this season. This quickly, RJ, Knox, Randall, Mitch starting five. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I, I mean, and how um, how do you feel Austin Rivers is going to do when he is um when he's in this rotation? It's tough. It that's another conflicting thing for me. It's tough. I'm glad you asked that question. It's conflicting because I am a Franker. A Franker mm-hmm. is a Frank Nelikina fan, and I want to continue seeing Frank play, bro. I'm I'm beyond. I want to see Frank continue to play. I don't give a damn if it's. I don't care if it's ten to twenty minutes, but I want to see him play every game. And when Austin Rivers come back, I know he's going to play off off rip. I know he's going to play. So I think he's going to have a positive impact. I think that DSJ is already out of the rotation. Um, I think that Austin Rivers will bring a scoring punch to the backcourt that we probably really do need because, you know, we see tonight we didn't score a lot of points, so we we need another threat. I think that Austin Rivers brings that on-court, you know, that on-court vet experience because he played with a lot of great players. And I think overall he's a guy that guys in the locker room would respect. And – Shout-outs to Doc Rivers for, you know, giving his son to the Knicks, you know. I appreciate Doc Rivers for that because Austin Rivers is a talent. Um, He's not trashed by any means. I mean, he's a career nine-point-per-game scorer, but who gives a damn? He shoots 35% from three, and he just gives us toughness. So I it's, it's a wait-and-see for me. I don't know how long it's going to take for him to get healthy because, you know, them groin, them groin injuries is, mm-hmm. is serious. I believe that he'll be out for the next – for, like, two more weeks. I think he will definitely be out. And I think that they will work him in the rotation slowly. But I, I, I'm just hoping for selfish purposes and biased reasons, I'm going to be honest. I just mm-hmm. want Frank to play. <laughs> so, but – Oh, Rivers is going to be damn good on this team because we need. Yeah, I mean, I've been need. I've been saying this a lot. You know, he he definitely has a lot of backing up to do um, from media day. Uh, so it's really going to be interesting. Um, I think I saw that. I think I saw that Ian Begley said that they're that that he's starting to take contact. Um, Austin Rivers, which is which is exciting, um, and I feel like that means he'll. He'll probably be back in in a couple games, I, I think. Um, you know, like like you like you were saying as well. Um, what do you what do you think is going to happen um, against against Toronto? What do you what do you think? Yo, man, <sighs> you know what's crazy. I think the Knicks is going to win that game, too. And the reason why I say that is because Toronto is on a losing skid right now. And the Knicks is just hot. 
I think I think I'm going. I gotta go with the hot hand. Randall is hot. Thibodeau is hot. Thibodeau's been out coaching people literally. Um, I think I, I think we could go through for three straight. I think we could definitely go for three straight, and hopefully, uh, hopefully we get quickly back next game, or we get another guy that can contribute. Um, Alec Burks hopefully come back next game because Alec Burks is always hurt for some reason. Like every season, he always has nagging injuries. But I think we can win. I really do think we can win. We have the guards who we have big guards, you know, Alfred Payton, Frank Nilakina, RJ Barrett, Burks, Bullock. We got some big, tall guards who can bother smaller guards. When you watch uh, Colin Sexton today in Garland, they wasn't playing Stella today. They was bottled up. And I, I watched Alfred Payton. Alfred Payton, when Frank was on, was on uh, Gar- um, Sexton and Alfred Payton was on Sexton, they, mm-hmm. that man was in jail. So I could only envision them guarding Lowry and Fred Van Fleet and trying to put them in jail as well. So I, I think we can win that game. I think we can win that game. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Um, you? You know, if if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Um, you know, I, I think, like you're saying, you know, just keep riding the hot hand of Randall. Um, and now from Peyton, you know, I think that, like you said, Toronto's on a losing streak. Knicks are hot. You know, we're, we're playing great. It's really the, it's really the Thibodeau effect. I'm, I'm going to keep saying that because – I truly believe that that this is what we're under and this is what we're going through. And I, I think that he's really helping develop all of these guys to um to really play to their um to their uh, fullest potential, I think, definitely. So I think, yeah, we could definitely win that win win this mm. next game against Toronto for sure. Man, we just I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm just so happy, man. I'm not I I I don't even know what to say. Like I'm at the point where it's like I, I, I don't see this is the problem with Knicks fans. We overrate everything because it's been mm-hmm. so much losing. But I'm kind of leaning towards the point where I don't even think I kind of want to trade Randall right now. I I, I don't know. Maybe I've been drinking too much Kool-Aid. Maybe I'm feeling too good. Maybe the, the, the last two Nick wins is gets my head. But I, I don't know. It, 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 it's crazy what I'm seeing right now from these Knicks, man. But did we get in everything? Yeah. That was, um, that was everything? I think, every, I think that's everything that's happened in this current moment um, with the Knicks. Uh, I think that it's really exciting to see what uh what's been happening and seeing everybody just accept their roles and really just flourish and thrive in them. And it's really going to be exciting to see what this team is going to do against Toronto for sure. Yeah. Hell yeah. For sure. For sure. I'm, I'm hype. I'm happy. Um, <laughs> Any last words for the people, bro? I'm I, I'm speechless. I I don't even have nothing else to say. Like I I think we just going bask in our glory. We and, and if we win three straight, I'm I'm 
I'm saying playoffs. <laughs> nah, let me stop. If Let's if we win if we right. win three straight, Knicks fans are gonna throw a parade. Um I uh <laughs> I I think Knicks Nation were we're really in exciting times. I know it's really early in the in the season, but we've beaten the Milwaukee Bucks. We've just beaten the Cleveland Cavaliers. This is now the third time that we've beaten the Cavs this season. Um and now we're playing against a team with a losing streak and we're just coming off of two straight wins, um, it's exciting. You know, and I, I think that we were coming off these wins. I think Cleveland, I, I, I believe that, I always believed that we had a shot at winning this game. Milwaukee, I'm going to be brutally honest, I did not think we had a shot at winning that game. Um, I think that half of our team was out. Um and I just kind of thought it was going to be, uh, it wasn't, it, you know, I thought Giannis was just going to just dom going to dominate. Um, I think that we're really starting to see how Alfred Payton can really, I guess, try to lead this offense. Um, even with the absence of quickly, um, I think we're really starting to see Frank get some really good experience off the bench. I mean, you know, that game against Milwaukee, he looked like, I don't know what the heck he, he had before that game. Um, but it worked. Um, I don't know what Julius Randle had before this game, but it, it, but it worked. Um, (laughs) and I mean, yeah, it's just, we're, we're, we're under the Thibodeau effect and it feels great. I can't wait. (laughs) Yo, oh, mm. let me ask you a question. <laughs> I'm, since we drinking the Kool-Aid, I, I, I know we was going to get out of mm-hmm. here, but I got to ask you another question. That. Do the Knicks have one of the best front courts in the mm. Eastern Conference? Um. I need to know. The One of the best young front courts in the Eastern Conference. When you account for Mitch, Randall, Obi Toppin, mm. and Nurgles. Um, I think... I think that... In this current moment, I think that we have one of the most exciting core uh, front courts in the East, um, because I think that it's so exciting to see the trajectory of where these players are going, um, and I feel like if things stay in this kind of same nice land of winning and really the the chemistry between all these players is great and they're really understanding what they got to do to provide the dub for Knicks Nation um and i think that we we I, I don't i don't know if it's too early to say the best one of the best but uh i think it's <laughs> definitely one of the most exciting front courts in the east for sure definitely mm. Mm. all right uh, we gonna see. We gonna see. Um, any last words for the people before before we get out of here? And also, do you have any any new interviews coming up? Because I know you always got some conjuring in 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 the in the podcast pot. So please let the people know if you got any new mm-hmm. podcast um, coming up or anything. Let's see. Do I have anything new coming up? Um, 
not at the moment. Um, you know, I gotta, I gotta really, uh, I gotta, I gotta start getting back in contact with, uh, with everybody. Uh, you know, I, I've been, uh, I've been, I've been pretty busy recently, but, uh, I, I think that the interviews that will be coming in the near future are definitely going to be exciting. Um, with, um, with the guests that I, 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 uh, I hope to have, um, come on soon. You know, I've been in talks with Vernon Maxwell for, for a while. I have to get back in contact with him. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just think, um, you know, uh, just stay tuned. Um, I always say that, but it's, it's the honest truth. Um, you know, cause I, I really believe that, um, that I, I think I think you you're you you kind of hold a uh, a testament to uh, to what you just said. You know, I feel like I always have a have something hidden in my back pocket uh, for Nick for for Nick's Nation. Um, <laughs> whether uh, whether that be guys like uh, Chris Childs or Chris Copeland, uh, I had Alan Houston uh, a little while back. That was awesome, and uh, yeah, just just stay tuned for whatever the heck I got going on. Um, but uh it's always a blast talking to you state uh you know i think that uh, even in these exciting times you know i feel like i feel like right now we should throw a freaking parade uh (laughs) because why 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 rush this this feeling of of winning um and yeah man i i think Knicks Nation, we're we're really under the Thibodeau effect here, and it's really exciting to watch these players. And I cannot wait for guys like Quickly, Toppin, Rivers. I can't wait for all of those guys to come back and uh, play in this rotation. I, and and Burks too. You know, I think if we had Burks tonight, we would have won by double the uh, the final score for sure. Um, yeah, I, I, bro, I. Fi- this is why I was kind of mad at RJ. I swear to God, if we had Burks, we were supposed to beat the beat Cleveland by 20 plus. Honestly, if RJ wasn't forcing it when we was up double digits, we could have beat them by 20. That that that's facts. That that I swear to God. I, I, yeah, I for sure. Uh, I mean, you know, I think that with the with these signings, um. I think that it was kind of a mystery, right? To see how all of these these players would uh would fit, especially that majority of them are under such short term deals, like you said before. Um and mm-hmm. I feel like maybe they're under such short deals because they want to see if these guys are worth a contract extension. Um and I think like you said before, Alec Burks is totally worth an extension. I love the way love the way he's been playing this year. Um, you know, he's really providing us just valuable points and scoring. Um, and I think it's really, really just just exciting to watch. I'm gonna keep saying that again. Um, you know, I I truly believe we are one of the most exciting teams right now in the East to watch, for sure, definitely. Man, we get in there. We get in there. It's it, it's fun to watch. Aiden, it's always fun to talk to you, bro. You always got good takes. 
I love that you always bring the energy. And I love the fact that we don't always agree on everything. You know, a lot of people always, you know, a lot of what a lot of fans dislike about a lot of podcasts is a lot of people don't like to be objective. So the fact that you always are objective and you see it from both sides of the bill, that is great insight and great takes that you have. That's this is the uh, a part of the reasons why. I always try to hit you up and always try mm-hmm. to get you on the pod, man, because you always show love. But Nick Nation, man, we're in a good spot. Um, we have great coaching right now. Probably one of the best coaching stats in the league. Shout outs to Tom Thibodeau. Shout outs to uh James Dolan and uh this guy, Leon Rose, man. They put so many minority guys in in great positions in these Nick. Nick positions that is is just so beautiful to watch. Shout-outs to Kenny Payne. He fixed Julius Randle. He fixed Kevin Knox. Johnny O'Brien fixed Frank Nilekina. I don't know what the hell is wrong with Dennis Smith Jr. Yeah. That's a story for another day. Next time I have you on, I want you to really tackle this Dennis Smith Jr. thing because I think his mm-hmm. injury is capped. I think it's a lie. I think they're protecting DSJ. I think that uh, uh, DSJ just – I think he for wants sure. to be traded. But that's a talk for another day. And and um definitely, man, bro, it's always nice to to uh, talk to you on the pod, man. But Nick Nation, we out of here, man. Episode 126, State of the New York Nick Podcast. It's your boy State with my guy Aiden from the Knicks Community Podcast.